Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thanks for downloading this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. You can find additional news, research, and analysis at SeekingAlpha.com. I hope you enjoy the program. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, September 1st. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include insured losses from IDA may top $15 billion, Social Security benefits may run out earlier than expected, and the takeover of Kansas City Southern has been stopped in its tracks. Those stories and more, but first, let's get caught up on markets. U.S. stock futures are higher, with S&P, Dow, and NASDAQ futures up as much as four-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 index has posted an advance for nine of the past ten months. Oil prices are higher ahead of a meeting of members of OPEC+. Brent crude futures climbed nearly 1% to $72.28 a barrel. Yields on 10-year U.S. Treasury notes ticked up to 1.33% from 1.30%. Overseas markets were broadly higher. The stocks Europe 600 added 9 tenths of a percent, led by retail oil and gas shares. In Asia, markets rallied. Now our top stories. Nearly 1 million customers in Louisiana are still without power this morning after Ida tore through the state, causing flooding and knocking out the transmission lines that power New Orleans. Schools are closed indefinitely. Officials said power will be out for as long as a month in some areas. Cell service remains spotty and hospitals are relying on generators and water reserves because water and sewer outages are widespread. Roads remain blocked, stores are closed, and the heat is rising, with the National Weather Service issuing a heat advisory for southern Louisiana and southern Mississippi. The powerful storm surges caused by Hurricane Ida could cause between $15 and $20 billion in insured losses across Louisiana, Alabama, and Mississippi. That's according to estimates from Wells Fargo and Fitch Ratings. In comparison, Hurricane Katrina, which struck Louisiana 16 years ago, caused a record $65 billion in insured losses. Ida made landfall near New Orleans on Sunday as a Category 4 hurricane with winds of 150 miles an hour. It's now weakened into a tropical depression and is expected to move northeast today. The National Weather Service said there's a potential that heavy rain from the system could bring significant flooding to the mid-Atlantic to southern New England regions with about 3 to 8 inches of rain expected to fall today. Trustees for the Social Security Trust Fund in an annual report released Tuesday said the program is expected to pay benefits that exceed its income in 2021, the same as it anticipated last year at the outset of the pandemic. The trustees said they expect Social Security's reserves to be depleted by 2034, only one year sooner than they had estimated in their April 2020 report. Once the reserves are exhausted, benefits would be reduced automatically unless Congress steps in to shore up the program, which lawmakers have done repeatedly. U.S. regulators ruled that Canadian National won't be permitted to complete a $30 billion deal to buy Kansas City Southern Railroad using a temporary voting trust that was a crucial part of the offer. The Surface Transportation Board said Canadian National hasn't demonstrated that its use of a voting trust would be consistent with the public interest. Canadian Pacific chief executive said Tuesday that its most recent offer made August 10th still stands and should be deemed superior given that it provides regulatory certainty. 
Kansas City Southern shares closed down 4.4%. Canadian National shares rose over 7%, and Canadian Pacific shares fell about 4.5%. In other news, home price growth in the U.S. climbed to a record in June as robust demand continued to outpace the number of homes on the market. Eurozone inflation hit its highest level in almost a decade in August, with broad consumer prices 3% higher than a year earlier. Aluminum prices hit a decade high as Beijing warns against investor speculation. China's record corn buying spree may be running out of steam with risks growing that imports by the top buyer will fall short of U.S. official estimates. China is expecting a bumper crop after farmers sharply boosted corn planting this year. Fidelity Investments plans to hire another 9,000 employees this year to help keep pace with the surge in demand for its services. Ahead of the holidays, Walmart is looking to hire 20,000 supply chain associates. Members Exchange, a startup exchange backed by major Wall Street firms, said in a proposal that the Securities and Exchange Commission should allow some heavily traded stocks to be priced in increments of half a cent. Issuance of a new collateralized loan obligations, which buy up corporate loans with junk credit ratings and package them into securities, were more than $18.7 billion last month. That's according to S&P Global Market Intelligence's LCD. That is the highest monthly total in data going back to January 2011. CrowdStrike has raised its full-year guidance for the second time this year. Intuit is eyeing a $10 billion deal for email marketing company MailChimp. Google is delaying office returns to January as COVID-19 surges. Allbirds, which is known for its eco-friendly sneakers, has filed for an initial public offering. And Procter & Gamble, the biggest U.S. manufacturer of toilet paper and paper towels, said it's ramping up production as demand increases. Jury selection began in the criminal fraud trial of Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes. And Mike Richards was fired from his job as executive producer of Jeopardy. At 6.20 a.m., U.S. stock futures are showing gains, with S&P Dow and NASDAQ futures higher by as much as four-tenths of a percent. Oil prices are higher ahead of a meeting of members of OPEC Plus, with Brent crude futures up nearly 1% to 72.28 a barrel. Yields on 10-year Treasury notes ticked higher to 1.33%, up from 1.30% Tuesday. Overseas markets broadly higher. The stocks Europe 600 added nine-tenths of a percent, led by retail oil and gas stocks. Shares in Asia rallied, with South Korea's Kospi surging nearly 2%. The dollar slipped versus the euro at 118, and against the Canadian dollar, it's down tenth of a percent at 126. It's unchanged versus the Japanese yen and the British pound. Gold ticked lower, and Bitcoin is up nearly 1% to $48,000. On the calendar, Campbell's Soup is due to report quarterly results ahead of the opening bell along with Brown Foreman. Costco Wholesale is scheduled to publish monthly sales data after the markets close. And at 10 a.m. Eastern, the Institute for Supply Management's survey of purchasing managers at factories is expected to show activity expanded at a slower pace in August than in July. Thanks for downloading this Wall Street Breakfast podcast. I'm Pim Fox. If you have questions, comments, or ideas to make the podcast more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. 
You can sign up for our other podcasts, Behind the Idea, Essay for FAs, Let's Talk ETFs, the Cannabis Investing Podcast, and Marketplace Roundtable on those platforms as well. Have a great day.